listening to a series of unfortunate sequels where we explore the highs and the lows of cinema's most enduring franchises. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And today we're talking about IMDb's highest rated movie in the Look Who's Talking franchise, which is, of course, the first one, Look Who's Talking. Obs. Obs. Uh, We actually didn't talk about this beforehand, but what is your experience with this franchise? I have seen for sure the first. You know what? Actually, I think I've seen all three of these. Okay. Now that I'm thinking, because I was like, I don't remember anything about the third one, but I'm pretty sure the third one was not babies. I'm pretty sure the third one was dogs, right? Yes. Uh, the, the second one is Luke's talking to, and then there's the, the new baby in that one, voiced by Roseanne. And then the third one is Look Who's Talking Now, and the kids are, like, older and talking, so the, yeah, the animals are talking. Yeah, so I, I have seen all three. I have completed the, the, the trifecta. I finished the hat trick. <laughs> That's great, because I also have seen all three. <laughs> uh, the first two, in fact, I've seen innumerable times. These were, like, movies that I watched frequently as a kid. I don't know if they, like, play them on TV a lot, because we had cable, or because we didn't rent them and we didn't own them, but I just, like saw these movies a lot we had hbo for a time and i feel Mm. like maybe they replayed them a lot i don't really know maybe i know we rented them probably a few times i haven't seen them a lot i've seen each one like i saw the first one maybe twice and i saw the the rest of them once so i mean i haven't this will it'll basically be like me having never seen the movie (laughs) no i was confident enough to even get up throughout the movie even though i was the one taking notes because i knew this movie pretty well (laughs) this was it in a bim bam recently where they were talking about luke who's talking by the way and they mentioned the plot and they got a plot point wrong and i was like furious (laughs) oh i don't remember what point did did they get wrong oh they talked about they said the movie was about like kirstie alley and she had gotten pregnant by a taxi driver john travolta (gasps) and i was like excuse you he doesn't impregnate her he's not the dad he's not the bio dad i should say anyway we're god we're getting so ahead of the plot spoilers for look who's talking which came out in 1989 Woo. and has a four uh four Whew, no it's not that low 5.9 stars though which is kind of low that is surprisingly i feel like this was a very popular movie when it came out yeah and huh. honestly like it kind of held up for me like i still thought it was kind of fun yeah we we chuckled we did we laughed a couple times yeah good good old-fashioned jokes yeah Remember without those jokes <laughs> You know what? Barely, honestly, with the last two fucking movies we had to watch. Uh, so this opens up with a pretty famous sequence with uh, an egg traveling down a, uh, you know, fallopian tube. Mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, then we meet Molly, who's played by Kirstie Alley. She's an accountant and she's having an affair with uh, her married client, Albert, who keeps promising to leave his wife. Uh, they bang and then we're subjected to watching a bunch of sperm travel to an egg, one of them voiced by Bruce Willis. Now, how do you think they got all the cameras up in there? <laughs> Should I ignore that we question? We get a lot of different angles. I, <laughs> this, there must have been more. <laughs> Honestly, it's pretty well, it looks pretty good still. I will say, we were talking recently about how, like, I, I don't remember getting, like, a sex talk or anything. I don't remember learning about sex and baby making. I feel like this movie probably contributed to my education about how babies are made. <laughs> Absolutely. I like this is the extent of my education about how <laughs> yeah, babies are made. So I don't remember not having ever seen this movie. I mean, it came out a year after I was born and I'm sure I didn't see it that early. But I yes, yeah, movies always anyway. 
Um, so next we see Molly. She's puking and chatting with her friend who's berating Molly for still seeing a man that won't leave his wife. But he said he's gonna. <laughs> we flash into her uterus and see that... <laughs> Just... Well, that's something I just, <laughs> it's just I wasn't expecting. We cut to her the inside of her uterus quite a few times, John. That's true. I, there's no lie. Uh, so back in Molly's uterus, the baby is now starting to look like a baby and now fully sounds like Bruce Willis, in case you were. Yes. If you didn't happen to know that, that's what this movie is about. It is about <laughs> a baby that sounds like Bruce Willis the whole time, but no one else could understand him. It's been very frustrating for Bruce Willis. <laughs> um, so Molly takes this old ass 80s pregnancy test with like these tubes and stuff. The first time, actually, this was probably the first time I saw one, but didn't realize it. But they also had it in glow. She takes a pregnancy test uh, in glow and it's like a series of test tubes and it takes a really right. long time. You need like a medical degree to read the results. <laughs> right? You need your own centrifuge to... <laughs> <laughs> so her pregnancy is confirmed by a doctor and she later tells albert that she doesn't want to have an abortion she wants to have the baby he seems pretty supportive but then also asks her to like not say that he's the bio dad so she's like it's fine i'll tell everyone that i've been artificially inseminated no red flags here <laughs> there have been so <laughs> many red flags molly's very stupid and ditzy <laughs> in the beginning of this movie i would say she gets a little better but, yeah, she's very just like, oh, Albert, I don't know. Are you going to leave your wife for me, please? Yeah, it's kind of established that she is very smart, but she Albert is. is a big blind spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which we all know people like that. that yeah. They're so fucking smart, but for some reason they just keep dating these idiots. Oh. So Molly goes to visit her mom and says that she's been artificially inseminated. Um, we get a nice montage, one of many montages, in fact. Was it at the time? I don't really know. I don't feel like we get montages as much anymore in movies. Yeah. I'm going to start paying more attention because I'm just curious. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she's gaining weight, getting medical appointments, prepping a nursery, you know, etc. Uh, so later, a very pregnant Molly goes to uh, see Albert. He insults her weight, but shows a receipt for an apartment and says that he's moved out. He's left Beth, but she can't visit him yet because he's <laughs> just getting settled in, you know. Yeah, here's a, here's a few pro tips for both sides of that equation. Hey, if you're if you're that guy, maybe don't talk to your current mistress about how fit your your wife that you're currently still married to <laughs> was when she was pregnant. Oh God, he's so gross. And as the mistress, uh, maybe just just think, you know, hey, he's probably gonna cheat on me too if he's already cheating <laughs> on her. Yeah, which don't, isn't don't wait to for spoil anything. <laughs> But that's going to happen. <laughs> In the next scene, <laughs> Molly is uh, shopping and she sees Albert is hooking up with a room, a woman in a dressing room. He says that her name is Melissa and they're in love and uh, he's going through a selfish phase right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's why he's left his wife. Not for Molly, but for Melissa. The selfish phage made John and I laugh a lot. Yeah. I, I feel like it's exactly something I've heard from real people in real life before. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I just Molly... need to focus on me. <laughs> Molly's so upset she goes into labor and hails a taxi driven by John Travolta. Hey. Uh, his name is James and he's rushing her to the hospital. Maybe a little too fast, James. Calm down. Her, like, 
she's just going into labor. Yeah, you know, we want her to make it to the hospital. We've got we've got like another hour left in this movie. She can't up and die right now. <laughs> and also in real life, that shit takes a while, especially with the first baby. Yeah, she does mention actually like, oh, you know, this, I mean, this can take several hours. And he was like, well, so can New York traffic. You're exaggerating the accent a smidge, but I'll let it go. I feel like it was pretty spot up. <laughs> uh, so Molly is brought in and they assume that James is the dad. So they give him some scrubs and he's there when the baby is born. And yeah. Um, she asks for drugs, mm-hmm. you know, like an epidural. They apparently just give her LSD because the baby's <laughs> fucking tripping balls in there. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about all of this. I don't really know how um, medication, I don't even want to say drugs, because people, I feel like, use the word drugs to deter you from using it. Being like, oh, you can't use drugs. It's medication. It's medicine. (laughs) I don't know about her getting, like, I I don't know how they did medication in 1989. But now, like, it just numbs you from, like, the waist down. Like, it's an epidural. You're just numb. Um, there are pros and cons to it. I've looked into all of this extensively. It doesn't drug your baby. I, okay. But in- I don't know, because like I mentioned, everything I learned <laughs> about childbirth and conception, I learned from Look Who's Talking, and Mikey gets high as fuck. Yeah, he does. I, I'm glad that they did at least, like, give her the medication, and she's, like, happy and relaxed afterwards and, like, can, you know, complete the labor. Because I've definitely seen movies now that, like, really seem to frown on getting any kind of medicine when you're going through labor. Listen, y'all, we've progressed quite a lot. I don't want to feel the ring of fire, as they call it, when the head crowns. They literally call it the ring of fire. I don't, I don't need that in my life, truly. Anywho. <laughs> uh, Bruce Willis is really upset that he's uh, been born. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> Big mood. Uh, Molly uh, later promises to find Mikey a good daddy. She gets home and uh, James visits because she left her purse in the cab. He's kind of a dick, but sweet to Mikey. So we get to see that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We then get a montage of Molly dealing with a newborn. uh, And it ends when Mikey's a little bit older. And then Molly's mom visits. And it seems like it's the first time. For the first time. And that kid's like four months old now. Yeah, he's got a full set of teeth. He's got a full set of teeth, but he has some teeth. (laughs) Everywhere. Uh, also just the song, I I didn't look it up, but the song that they used for the montage of him (laughs) screaming and crying was so perfect. Yeah, it was really perfect. It's a good scene. Uh, so Molly goes on some bad dates and, and I don't know why I wrote that down. I guess we just see that she's dating. It was good. And and you walked out of the room for this too, but like every one of the dates is associated with like a flash forward as she imagines what her future life is going to be like with all of these men based on, you know, the shitty habits they have in the dates. Yeah. She's trying to imagine how they would treat Mikey based on how they treat waiters, which is fair. If if a date is being a dick to a waiter, do not go on another date with them. Mm Mm-hmm. True facts. <laughs> but one day she sees that James is in the lobby of her apartment and she finds out that he's using her address to set up uh, a residency in a nursing home for his grandfather. Um, she doesn't really want to help, but he says that he'll babysit on Friday nights and for her aerobics class. So she agrees. Uh, she falls asleep while he's there. So he puts her to bed and then just takes Mikey. <laughs> yeah, like legit this random ass cabbie 
went from, oh, good to see you again, I haven't seen you in so long, to just taking her child <laughs> while she was asleep without even leaving a fucking note. I know, leave a note. The Talk note about like... zero to 60. <laughs> he goes to a small airport uh, where he works training pilots, but he doesn't seem to be on the schedule right now. Or he's training people out of flight. He does flight instruction. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Molly wakes up and calls the police. <laughs> You know, Obviously. like you do. <laughs> James brings Mikey uh, back, and Molly's all pissed, but they kind of fight it out, and then they seem okay afterwards. She gets a splinter. He helps her take it out. Yes. That's about when Molly's mom visits during and overhears a conversation that sounds like they're banging. I've never had one that big in me before. I'm trying to remember the age where I maybe would have gotten that joke, because I, was, I think I was younger than I should have been. Yeah, I, I feel like I remember hearing it and just legitimately just thinking they were talking about the splinter. And I was like, man, does her mom not want to go? Like, why doesn't her mom help get the splinter out? Aww, Clearly she's in pain. Such an innocent little John thought. <laughs> but now it's a funny sex joke. <laughs> <laughs> so we get another montage of Mikey growing up until he's like a year old. And he's so cute. I can't take it. He this kid is so cute. Uh, Molly agrees to go on a date with a guy that her mom set her up with. I never got this fucker's name. Nope. No, he comes to pick her up and argues with Mikey over the TV. Oh which, my like, god! It was... Yeah, Mikey just wanted to watch a Charmin commercial or like oh no, it was a, a snuggie, snuggie snuggle. Com... Yeah, it was like that fabric softener. Just wanted to watch one of those commercials, and he kept taking the remote away from him and changing it to football. And then Mikey would change it back. He'd be like, "Hey, stop it!" First of all, you're Buddy. arguing with a one-year-old. Yeah, arguing with a one-year-old. This that is you your just, first yeah. time in... This is his home. <laughs> he gets T. Do you not understand how TV rules work, sir? <laughs> and it's just like, what a dick move. Like, the audacity. I don't know. Uh, so James gets there and tells Molly's date that um, Molly hates it when guys open doors and pay for her. <laughs> yeah, this had a very uh, Jim pawning Andy off on Pam vibe oh. from The Office. Like, oh, she lo- can you sing in a falsetto? <laughs> she loves that. Do you have a ukulele by any chance? Oh, she loves that. <laughs> um, so her date, Molly's date, is like hella gross the whole time, talking about like his, you know, stomach issues kidney and stones and constipation in, in great great detail yeah also he he interpreted james's advice of oh she's the type that really doesn't like guys opening doors for her and things like that to fully just straight up mean you like forced her to pay for every he doesn't <laughs> even offer to split i feel like if i heard something like that i'd be like okay i'll offer to split the bill i won't offer to pay but no, he passes every bill over to her. She's like, fuck this lady. <laughs> um, so after the date, he does say that um, her babysitter gave him some tips. So she does know that James is the culprit. But when she gets upstairs, he's asleep with Mikey and they're cute. So. They're all cute. They're all cute. Uh, another day, Mikey is at the park and learns from the other babies that they all have dads. So he's going to ask James to be his dad, which he does. And it's very cute, but... Um, James does not understand him because he's Bruce Willis. He baby. He baby. I do, like, I like just imagining them filming all these babies just staring at each other and shit and just thinking, like, eh, 
We'll fill it out later. <laughs> they definitely do. We'll figure it out. <laughs> There's several scenes like this, and it's really cute just watching babies like interact with each other, and then they did voiceovers with them with like adult voices. It's as cute as I remember, honestly. It really is. <laughs> so another day, James comes by and asks if Molly will sign some papers for his grandfather's nursing home. I don't really understand what her involvement had to be besides her address, but they needed her to get there, so... They go, um, they bring grandpa to the new home and James gives orderly a bag of candy and says to just give him one piece a day because he can get a little, you know, a little off the rails if he's had too much candy. Same. I get that. Uh, so later James takes Molly flying and then they kind of hook up after (laughs) the the thrill of the... Almost. (laughs) Yes, almost. Um, during it, I actually, I remember the scene being so awkward while watching with my sister as a kid, by the way. Do you just remember those, like, burning shame moments as a child? Watching. It wasn't even, like, a sex scene. They were just, like, making out and taking off some clothes. Still. It's just, you knew where it was going. Yeah. It's almost as bad as, like, the vigorous sex scenes we accidentally watched with your dad a couple times. (laughs) I swear to God. It's always Black Mirror. Black Mirror, In particular. It was the worst episode we could have watched with your Irish Catholic dad. Actually, he's not Irish, but your Catholic dad. I think we watched so many episodes, none of them had that shit, and then he walks into the room for five minutes, and all of a sudden, there's just people banging everywhere. Yeah, it was, like, the longest and just, like, fetishy sex scene. It wasn't even just, like, vanilla regular-ass sex. It had to be weird on top of it. And, like, you don't want to be like, no, 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 Dad, you don't understand. The series isn't like... So So everyone's just sitting there in silence awkwardly. So now we probably think that's what the whole series is. Dad, if you're listening, it's not what the whole series is like. I promise. It's usually very sci-fi heavy and like a thriller base. I have yet to watch that episode again, by the way. I don't want to. I'm worried your dad will come visit. sitting through that episode um anyway molly flashes uh to what she thinks her life would be like with james which is the house is full of smoke and they have a lot of dirty children mikey not being one of them i think somehow. mikey was the oldest one but he you know brunette now i was I mean, looking of... all over for a blonde kid yeah honey uh what color was your hair when you were little blonde and what color is it now blonde no it's not oh what <laughs> what color is my hair when i was little blonde and now it's, well, who knows? Who I dye it too much, but it's, just, it's uh, gray. Let's not talk about it. I do like how, um, so, I mean, he had talked about how he likes to get, like, free stuff when they're mm. on their way. Like, oh, yeah, I get free long-distance calls by going into hotel lobbies and, like, asking if I can use the phone and, like, get free food by going into businesses where I pretend to work there and I know they give their employees free food. So she's imagining the logical extension of this where he's just going to go into a dumpster and get free food out of there. (laughs) And and also he's apparently abusive now, which was a weird evolution. He he was like, ah, do it. I say, or I'll smack you one. (laughs) Like, where did that come from? Kirstie Alley? You know, I think she just has anxiety. (laughs) Cause I could see this train of thought happening for sure. Um, so another day Molly's at work and her boss scolds her for dropping Albert as a client. So she has to go see him. Albert apologizes and wants to see Mikey. So she agrees. Uh, he unfortunately visits when James is 
watching Mikey, and she's not there. Uh, James roughs him up a bit and throws him out. I have to say, the confidence in old man Albert to just push and attack fit young John Travolta <laughs> was inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even, I don't know, he didn't seem concerned about who that dude was. Right? I don't know. Huh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, James confronts Molly when she gets home, because as far as he knew, she was artificially inseminated. (laughs) Um, They argue about who is better for Mikey, um, and Molly kind of comes to the conclusion that he's too immature to be a father, but Albert's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Maturity is, you know, in, in, ah, he plays with kids. He must be immature. Maturity is. I do like I have business and several mistresses. (laughs) I do like how she's like, he's so great with his other kids, you know, that he has with his wife. (laughs) Uh, So another night, James tells Mikey that he doesn't think he can see him anymore. And Molly listens on the baby monitor. He gives Mikey a bunch of good advice about how to be a a good man. About like, you know, not hitting women and... and, It's it's very weird. And, you know... If your friends jump off a bridge, now I don't. Now this is a piece of advice that his dad gave him, and it's pretty good. So, you you really want to tune in here, folks. This is a his dad original. Now, if your friends jump off a bridge, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> so that's stuck with. Write that down, yeah. folks. That's that's free. That's from us, from them. I'd never heard that before. I hadn't. <laughs> Um, so the next day, Molly brings Mikey to see Albert. Albert says he can't be a father right now. Um, you know, he's living on his own for the first time. He's got a bit of a selfish yeah, phase going just on. A, just got a bit of another selfish phase. <laughs> just got to really figure things out. He can't be a dad right now. He does have two other kids, but they're like 11 and 9, so they're, that they're was, fine on their own. That road. was pretty funny. He's like, I already raised kids. And she was like, they're 9 and 11. What do you mean you're done raising kids? Told them to move out. I paid for their own apartment. <laughs> they should be fine. Uh, so Mikey takes a dump in his outfit, and Molly trashes the office. And <laughs> the end, Albert. Yeah, fuck you, Albert. <laughs> Although you then go on to be in the Goldbergs, and you're a delight. Yeah, I actually didn't... I knew he looked familiar when I was looking at him. It was the voice, I think, that did it for me. Yeah, he does have a very distinct voice. But it's funny, because in The Goldbergs, I thought he probably looked familiar. I probably even looked him up when we first started watching The Goldbergs, and Mm. I just forgot that he was in The Who's Talking. Uh, I like to imagine it's the same character. He he does talk about (laughs) all the womanization he did. Oh, God, it could be. So later, Molly gets a call from the nursing home, and James's grandfather has become violent, and she has to pick him up immediately. So she gets there and sees that Grandpa has been just chowing down on some candy. She leaves Mikey with Grandpa to see the man who runs the home and convinces him to let Grandpa stay. I don't know why she came down so quick without James. I guess. I don't know. Maybe she was just, like, it sounded really urgent, so maybe she was worried and just wanted to leave, like, immediately. Hmm. And she didn't really need him. James does arrive then to kind of, like, thank her. Um, This was before cell phones. You probably don't know how to get a hold of James. Yeah, they must have called, like, both of them simultaneously. Because how else would James know to come down? They probably called him, too, somehow. I don't know. Maybe his work. Maybe he was at work. Who knows? Things were tough back then. I know. I still, I've been rewatching Stranger Things, and I still have moments of, like, your fault. Oh. (laughs) the 80s (laughs) 
we really we even grew up without them but it's just been so long now they were he literally was like when when we were talking about the free things he gets and i was like i i get free long distance calls i could call people from out of state i was like oh my god that is what people considered (laughs) long distance back then (laughs) even now our kids won't believe that we used to have to pay by the text message or anything right Um, so James gets there kind of just as Grandpa loses Mikey, who wanders outside. Uh, Molly and James chase him through the streets where he causes a giant car accident, but he's okay, and calls James Dada, so they make out. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of. The credits roll over sperm entering a new egg, and at the hospital, Mikey meets Julie, his sister. Yeah. Not voiced by Roseanne yet. Not yet. She's voiced by Joan Rivers in this movie, actually. <laughs> I wonder why they didn't keep her for Look Who's Talking To. I don't know. As yeah. soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my god, that's Dot Matrix, who I actually didn't realize was Joan Rivers. I just recognized <laughs> the voice as Dot Matrix from Spaceballs. <laughs> so that was Look Who's Talking. So did you you enjoy this? Huh? You enjoyed yourself? I did enjoy myself, yeah. yeah. I, I know we had talked last week about like having to cleanse the palate basically with <laughs> a comedy that was a non-parody non-satire just like straight up feel-good comedy i think this was a good choice i gotta say it did take me an appalling amount of time to find a comedy because there's not a lot of comedy series out there yeah especially on that are available like on streaming yeah. even this one like we had to rent this one which is fine i'm willing to drop three dollars for look who's talking that's a <laughs> fun enough throwback but yeah, it's kind of tough to find full series of movies, especially since obviously we go for the lowest rated. There aren't a lot of streaming things that are clamoring to pick up those lowest rated <laughs> movies, apparently other than Netflix, who only, again, <laughs> has Scary Movie 5. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess because it's the newest. But yeah, there were some that I couldn't even find even to rent because... I was digging deep on those B films because mm. I just love them. I love a good bad movie. I would have liked Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. That I been know. Cool. We'll find a way to make it work. Maybe people are selling the DVDs used for twenty dollars. That might be a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> I did check the library; they didn't have it. Mm. We'll find it if you know where to find Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. No, no, no! It's not Attack of the Killer Tomatoes one or two. They're both available to rent. I can't find the third one, which is the lowest rated. If you know where to find Attack of the Killer Tomatoes 3. I forget what it's let called. Let us know. But. The re-tomatoing. I think. Time to catch up. Some bit. It might be in pieces on the internet illegally. We can. I mean, legally. We can look. I feel like you didn't laugh at my ketchup joke. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Say it again. It'll be good. We'll cut it. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes 3. Time to catch up. Was that good? That was pretty good, Thanks. yeah. Thanks, yeah. I think it was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so would you show this to our child one day? Absolutely. Yeah, right? We both watched yeah, it as kids. this is a would. good one. Yeah, they, um, I mean, there's a couple of things that are outdated, but it's not like yeah. the worst. It's the, it was the 80s. For the 80s, I feel like it could have been a lot worse. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they didn't fall into a bunch of common 80s traps, so. Yeah, yeah. No punchlines of, <laughs> you're gay, get it? <laughs> you're gay, get <laughs> it? <laughs> Fuck, I will never get over a scary movie. It's just, it's going to be, it has destroyed my soul. I'm so sorry. It's okay. What would you rate Look Who's Talking? I would rate Look Who's Talking mm-hmm. three hours of completely silent footage of children, which then <laughs> needs to be cut together 
and have adults speak over it. Do you think it was only three hours? <laughs> they definitely had longer than that. For what's probably amounts to like seven minutes of the film, by That's the way. That's true. 17 hours of <laughs> just silent baby footage. Uh, times some sweet New York accents. Mm. And then I would just add in on top of that uh, a cool little, little Joan Rivers cameo. Oh, okay. Almost. Is it, is it called a cameo if it's just the voice? What is that called? I feel like it's still a cameo. A glamio? Is that a thing? No. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it is. I just... Right. What would you rate? Um, I give it one Bruce Willis baby. Bruce which is, Willis that's... Baby. That's high. That's really high. Um, I also give it a, a pretty good sex education lesson. I learned a lot from it. Yeah. And the, the, the sperms were fun. They yelled. Some sp- fun sperms Those right there. Fun, some real fun-ass sperm. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 fun-ass 10 sperm. sperm. <laughs> and I would give it i uh, uh, I'm going to take away... A fairly toxic relationship at the heart of it because I feel like they don't really like each other that much. You know, they're fine. I like James and Molly separately, but putting this together with the second one, they constantly are screaming at each other. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, they're just, they just fight all the time. And oh, I know no. a lot of people think that like a good relationship means you're fighting. That's not true, y'all. I don't know <laughs> where that started. but Right here, maybe. Look who's talking, too. <laughs> I, get, I think at the heart, it means that, like, if you're not, I don't know, if if you don't care about your relationship, you're going to roll over all the time, but you shouldn't be constantly fighting. Right? Yeah. yeah anyway. Just talk, y'all. <laughs> Look who's talking now. Whoa. Our parents, finally. They're just <laughs> communicating for the first time. <laughs> Is that what the third one's about? <laughs> it might be. It's I just, just remember the parents talk. <laughs> I don't really remember the third one much. That's obviously the lowest rated one. I'm pretty excited about it because I think it's going to be really horrendous. Um, I do remember the kid from Seventh Heaven, isn't it? Oh, yeah, like the youngest kid. I don't remember his name, but he plays Mikey. Nice. Um, I remember there being like a cabin somewhere. I think they're like on vacation in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that movie? Like that movie? <laughs> um, I don't really remember the animals talking much. I definitely only saw it once, and I don't even know if I sat through the whole thing. Because I was like, this isn't Luke who's talking. I cannot wait to see if there are any sort of, like... Animation on the mouth? Yes. I, I feel like it might be too early, but who knows? It might not be. I don't Like, they think... didn't do it for Homeward Bound. Maybe they did it for this, though? I don't think there is, because they didn't do it for the baby specifically, and it would have been substantially worse. I don't know if oh, you've seen awful. Baby Geniuses. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, it's horrific. That one didn't hold up. I saw that as a kid, and I loved Baby Geniuses when I was a kid, so I tried to watch it, like, I don't know, eight years ago or something, and I was like, what the fuck is this movie? I thought this movie was hilarious when I was a kid, but it's actually just terrifying. Part of me really hopes there's effects on the mouth. Of course you do, (laughs) because it'll make it that much worse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm pretty excited. So, but we enjoyed Look Who's Talking. It was still fun. Look Who's Talking. Give it a watch. (laughs) 10 out of 10. You heard it here, folks. one Bruce Willis baby plus one sex education lesson. This episode is not sponsored by Look Who's Talking, but 
Give it a watch, folks. <laughs> Three dollars. Amazon Prime. Or buy it. Support your local uh, uh, DVD store. I don't know. Those all closed. <laughs> what? Support your local blockbuster. Rent. Look who's talking. <laughs> the year is nineteen ninety-two. <laughs> So join us for our lowest rated next week. Look who's talking now. It'll be the animals. The animals are talking. And I desperately hope their mouths don't move in a creepy way. I really hope they do. (laughs) Well, until next time. (laughs) Until next time. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same every week. Until next time. Watch the best. And save the rest for us. Um, uh, second, huh? Um. <laughs> Stop! <laughs>